0: And welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centered, word-based and spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, But you are God's chosen treasure, priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. Okay, so that's good. I like that. That's good. He, we're, you know, we're priests. We're kings. We're part of a spiritual nation. Okay, now let's look at Philippians chapter 3 verse 20. But we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. That's good. I like that. But citizenship requires you to understand something. And normally we understand our citizenship by the place that we have the privilege to get a passport from. And if you were here this morning, I shared with you that in April, of 2017, my wife and I moved to Africa, ready to take on a church for God, ready to see a move of God, birth there. Just We were so pumped to get it go. Young uni students that were hungry, they got their degrees. They went back home from Malaysia to their home country, Botswana. This whole thing was birthed. It was exciting. And so then we end up following the call of God, going it to move out there. And one day we're looking at this particular neighborhood. It was called Broadhurst Industrial. And we were looking at this building that became our church home and we were just up the road getting a coffee I kid you not it was about an eight minute trip I literally even parked the car at the door at the entrance the driveway to the cafe and I kid you not like my car was here and where my bro it's Ben right where Ben is sitting right there like that's like the register so this is a short distance but I made a fatal mistake I left a backpack in the car and that backpack had my wallet My wife's wallet, headphones, iPad, and all five of our passports. Mine, my wife's, our three daughters. In one moment, what was this mission and move of God? became the worst day of my life. Have you ever had a day so bad where you couldn't even form the words? You couldn't even speak. Like you're just you you've run out of air. Your mouth goes dry. You are almost in shock. My wife was in hysterics. We had only been there for 48 hours. We're in a foreign land. It's my first time going to like it was every variable you could think of of why this was not good was there. And our passports were stolen. And then what does a passport do for me? Well, this thing shows who I am, where I'm from, rights and privileges. It shows where I can go. And without it, I can't prove any of those things. And so I look at a passport. And tonight, metaphorically, I want you to look at this as the call of God. I want you to look at this as your identity in Christ. See, here's the thing. Technically, no one can rob it from me because it's in me. this document in my hand can be taken from me. And in seasons where I don't have it, it can make life very difficult. I am an American citizen because I was born there. But imagine me trying to get through TSA and get through you know, customs and I, and I not have that. It makes life difficult. And so here's what you gotta understand, just how God has had a plan for us since before we were born, Satan also has had one since before we were born. That sounds crazy, huh? But it's true. See, the price of the trip has been paid for. The itinerary has already been pre-written. Everything has been booked. But this little document here, if it's not in my hand, it can make something that should be simple take a very long time and our passports were stolen that day and see for me since the age of 12 I've known that God had a call in my life I was 12 years old in my mom's bedroom watching tv sitting there and my mom was there my dad was there and he had just walked out of the room this minister was on the television and he's preaching and he's doing his thing and the next thing you know I'm looking at my hands I look at my mom I look back at my hands and I say mom with these hands I'm gonna touch millions of lives one day like you're 12 who says that? At 12, like, you're thinking about Legos, you know what I mean? Like, like the deep stuff it was not going through my consciousness normally, but at that moment, I knew that I was going to do something for God. The presence of God hit that room so thick, I began to weep under the presence of God my mom gets hit by the Prince of God. She's laid out on the bed. I'm crying and sobbing and weeping and speaking in tongues and seeing visions of faces all over this wall, seeing it in the room. And I'm like this kid and I'm seeing sad faces and I'm like, God, please let them see. God, let them see. God, let them see that you love them. God, let them see that you care. This moment went on for 45 minutes, but it felt like hours. And I kid you not, in that moment, I never will forget the presence of God. Funny enough, my stepdad had walked out of the room, walked back in the room. Presence of God is so thick, he eats carpet like he's just there, like on the floor. He's out. Like like we're all having this moment. And that was significant for me because even in the later season where I ran from God, my parents were witnesses. See, the power of corporate moments in God's house is that there's witnesses to what God did. So when you have a rough time, somebody said, no, 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 I remember what God said about you. I was there, no, we prayed and we say, see, this is the power of family because too many people have kept their encounters to themselves and there's no one to hold you accountable to what God has spoken over your life. See, we need some witness. Can I get a witness tonight? I need some witnesses in this house that will stand and fight for those encounters to be a reminder of what God has said and what he can do. So back to Botswana. See, the devil's goal is simple. He wants to rob you of your identity and vision, aka your passport, so that you never reach the destination God has already marked out for you. See, the devil can't mess with the itinerary. He can't, he can't stop the price Jesus has already paid, but he can do his darndest to stop you from getting on the plane. And there's a couple ways he'll do this. He'll get you to think your identity and vision isn't good enough, like he did with Eve. Think about it. He attacked vision and identity. Oh, well, did God really say that? No, no, no. You'll be like him. What did Satan do in that moment? Genesis chapter 1. In that moment, he was attacking the vision and identity God had set for Adam and Eve by making them think there was a greater something. Maybe he'll try to convince you that you have no identity and vision like he did with Gideon, saying that, you know, I'm just a weakling. I'm the least of anything. I'm the least of my father's house. Maybe the devil will use family and friends close to you to rob you of your identity like he did with Esau by his own brother giving him stew and trading a birthright. Maybe he'll use the pressure and the comfort of the world to get you to reject your identity like he did with the rich young ruler. Or maybe... The enemy will cause people who know your past not to receive you in your right now state the same way the enemy did with Jesus in his own hometown. See, no matter how you slice it, the devil is in the business of stealing, killing, and destroying the identity of Christ that is on you, the call, the mantle, who you are. That's what's happened. So if it's lost, how do we get it back? Well, this was what I discovered in good old Botswana. See, the only way to get a new passport is from the country of origin. Or, if you can't get back to the country of origin, you have to go to the nearest embassy. So tonight we're going to have an embassy moment in the name of Jesus. See, what do I mean? Well, see, I ended up going, and by God's grace, there was a full-blown American embassy in Botswana. My first time at a place like this and it was weird because like I'm in Africa Africa (laughs) like for real like literally funny thing in my life I told God I'll live for you but please don't let me eat no bugs God like that was like a thing me and God had why I get there like literally within 12 hours like hey would you like to eat like this and like you know like y'all know the, the Lion King movie when Timon and Pumbaa ripped up in the bark you remember that and the bug that was for real that's a snack, and it's called a Mopani worm, and they had me snack on those things, and I was like, Lord, this is, you, you are funny, God. Like, God has jokes sometimes, but here's the funny thing. I get to the embassy, and it was weird because it was so American. Like, it, it, it smelt American. It sounded Amer- like, like, there was American music playing. Like, when you walked into this, it was so surreal. Like, you had to get through two different checkpoints and layers of walls. And it was it, it was so trippy because I literally felt like I had stepped into a different land the moment I had got into the embassy. See, the funny thing was, I was in Africa, but legally... The moment I set foot into the embassy, I was in America. It was American soil. Funny thing is, the rules and all the issues that were going on and anything that applied to Botswana did not apply to you once you set foot in your... I'm about to preach right now. Can I have a little bit of fun tonight? See, I need you to understand, like I said earlier, heaven is our country of origin, and the devil is in the business of robbing us of our identity, making you forget who you are, trying to make you forget who you were called to be, and I wish... We could just teleport up to heaven and get a fresh reminder every single time we have a bad day. But the next best thing until we see God face to face is an embassy moment. What is an embassy moment? It is an encounter with God. If I could have the team join me right now, I need you to understand something right now. I literally was transported into a new land. Yet I was still at the scene of the crime. I need you to catch this. God, when you have an encounter with him, the moment you set foot into your embassy moment, the rules that once bound you and held you back no longer apply. The moment you have an embassy moment, the moment you chase and ask yourself, God, I need your presence right now. I need to see you. I need to feel you. I need to know you. I need to understand what's going on. The moment that happens, you trigger something. Ladies and gentlemen, when an encounter happens, the rules no longer apply. When you encounter God, you are legally in heaven regardless of what situation you're in. See, this is why matthew chapter 6 verse 10 hits a little different now may your kingdom come soon may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven ladies and gentlemen it was the most surreal thing walking into an embassy feeling america spiritually it was it was the most surreal thing i can ever explain to you yet i was still in botswana in the place where my identity had been under attack See, some of you are trying to leave whole situations when maybe the encounter you need is right there. Like maybe instead of praying for a new job, you need an embassy moment in the job that you currently have. Like maybe it's not going to be a new marriage that's going to fix it because the same dude will be another knucklehead just like I am. What if it's an embassy moment? What if it's an encounter with God that will change things right now? Sometimes we wish we could fix stuff. We wish we could do it in our own strength. We wish we could do it right now. But I see so many people that are trying to run away thinking that's going to solve it. This is a word for somebody right now. You need to run toward an encounter. I know it hurts. I know the pain is there. I know you are in a moment and in a season where it's like, but do you understand what was done to me? Yes, I get it. But if you will run to your embassy, I'm telling you, you will be amazed at what God will do. And so how do we access it? This is three super simple steps, and they all start with the same letter. I made it so easy for you. Number one, how do we access our embassy by positive position? You got to be in the right place. See, I, I couldn't. Stay at the scene of the crime, in a sense. I was still in Botswana, but I actually had to get myself to an, I had to get myself to an encounter moment where things could be done. Next, I had to be patient. I had to be persistently patient. Some people, you, you might be in the right position, but you're frustrated because it just hasn't happened like that. You know, may, Hear me, you, maybe you chased one encounter, great, and everything wasn't sort of fine. let 's chase another. See, maybe it's the next one, which is big, paying a price. See, sometimes we want God to change anything, but you're like, yeah, but God, I, I want to walk in the fullness, but I don't want to have to do Horizon Leadership College. I mean, God, I want you to do something, but why do I have to serve in that department? Why why do I have to help out? Like, sometimes there's practice. Oh, God, I I, I, I want the one you have for me, but I don't want to change anything about the life that I have right now. See, so can we positively position ourselves? Can we be persistently patient? And can we be willing to pay a price? Guys... Miraculously, I got all those passports back. But it cost me something. And things is expensive, especially when you're in another country. But here's the cool thing. When we got new ones, they didn't just reinstate the old ones. They gave us fresh ones with a whole new 10-year run on it. See, I chased an embassy moment And God not only restored, he extended. From that trip, we saw God move. That delay was so divine and it was the confirmation we needed to know that we were exactly where we were supposed to be. And you know what's crazy? I literally just thought the Holy Spirit just told me this as I was sitting there just now. You know what tomorrow, crazy thing is, I just got a call yesterday. Tomorrow, my daughters, American, watch this, my daughters are Australian citizens. They were born here. And weeks ago, we applied and did this whole process. They called yesterday. They said, oh yeah, your American citizenship passports, they're available for your kids. So Monday, we get to pick up American passports. My kids have never lived in America. But because I'm from there, And because they are my children, they get citizenship into a place that they've never been. They they didn't pay the price. They didn't have to go through the journey. But simply because they are associated with me, because I am their father, and because they are my children, God says it's granted. Your citizenship is secure. So I need you to stand on your feet right now, because we need an embassy moment with four minutes and 18 seconds left. See, I need us to understand that there's a couple things that God wants to do tonight, and I need us to get this. I need us to not miss this. See, I had the God encounter when I was 12. But at 18, I found myself in a drug rehab. And when that godly identity used to excite me, at 18, it tormented me. But I'm so grateful to God that there was mother figures and father figures and a pastor and a youth pastor and volunteers and leaders and people that when I thought that this was gone. When I thought that I had disqualified this, when I thought I could never get this back, when I thought it was lost for good, when I didn't know who I was, when the enemy had done everything he could to rob me of this, to make me forget who I was, God in one moment brought me back at the altar, in an encounter, in his presence, at his feet. Everything began to change and it was chasing moment after moment after moment and God built me, he healed me, he changed me, he transformed me and he gave me everything back and then some. So tonight my question is this, who in this room needs an embassy moment? With God, who needs an encounter in this room? Maybe tonight you just need to secure your citizenship in heaven. Maybe tonight's just the night where it's like, you know what? Let me get back on track with God. Let me say yes to salvation. Let me say yes to. Or maybe tonight's the night that you recommit your life back to Christ. Maybe it's time to come back home. Or maybe tonight's the night that reminds you of everything God spoke over you and declared over you, and reminds you of every promise that He told you. How many? Things Things has the enemy tried to rob you of that God promised for you. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day, and we hope to see you again soon.